0: The Professionals of Professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Lodge, your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge. And now a man who needs no introduction,
1: Lewis. Yeah, Isn't it great to be in a life where you don't need an introduction? Because your intro guy, your hype guy does it for you. Hey, I'm Lewis Sauer Live. That is me. And uh, you're joining us for another lovely conversation. And uh, I want to first of all wish you a happy celebration time of the year. I know that many of you are out doing your thing, the shopping and Preparing parties and company organizations and whatever you do and however you do it, whether it's single group or worldwide, want to help you and wish you and your family a great and happy holiday season. And we are wrapping up 2019 and we're going to blast into 2020 and give you some 2020 vision. Okay, everybody needs 2020 vision. So we're going to be bouncing into that. But today we're going to wrap up with I think two really powerful um, show for you today. And did you know that every one of us has a moment in life and in the game of life where we have to make a critical decision in a moment's notice. We have to make critical choices We may have to render aid. We may have to help someone in a crisis. We may be the difference in a win or a loss, right? That may sound like a lot of pressure, but it is the way that life is set up. And so are you clutch when it matters? Are you in the right place or at the right time? Are you somewhere taking a nap? Are you doing things right when it matters, right? Some people do things right at the wrong time. They did it right, but it was too late. The moment had already passed. So being clutch is about capturing the moment when it counts the most. In football, those of who watch NFL and football and soccer, they're is a term called clutch that football players use to refer to one another and says that was a clutch play. That's a clutch player. That is a clutch receiver. Well, what does that mean? That means that at a critical moment, that player caught the ball, made the tackle, or ran the play that was critical at the moment that made the difference in the game. If you are a parent and your child is choking or in a crisis, as a parent, you got to make a critical choice and decision right then, right there at that moment on how to save your child from further uh, injury or potential death. You got to be clutch. You can't do it five or 10 minutes later. You can't stand around screaming, help me, help me. You got to make a decision in that moment. That's being clutch. What did you do And the moment that it count. I've been studying a lot about that and watching people and especially sports players and, and people in life. What did they do in the pressure moment? Did you know that many people fold in clutch moments? That's why they don't have clutch, you know, referrals to their life because at the moment they Referral. So to be clutch is to be, uh, the definition is to be gripping or grasp something tightly to hold on. In sports, it is to participate in a key action or occurrence in which the game or competition is on the line. Every sports fan can recall moments in the game of your favorite team where a player was not clutch. We can recall where a player missed a field goal, missed catching a pass, fumbled a pass, dropped the ball, missed the tackle, right? They didn't do what they needed to do in that clutch moment, and it cost their team the game. And now they got to go have a press conference and rationalize and justify the loss. But really, when you look back, to certain moments you realize that was a clutch moment how about your life it's easy for me to look at somebody else's life and realize that person didn't do right at that right moment they didn't say the right thing hey those people on tv didn't do the right thing the game that i paid 200 to go and sit in they didn't do the right thing they lost the game but what about your life ask yourself the question How many moments have you missed that have cost you an opportunity, cost you a relationship that was critical to your success? Being late to an appointment. I can't tell you how many people are late to critical appointments that can make the difference in an opportunity. How many people told their spouse or their Children, I I have been listening to people tell me stories about how many parents left them waiting at the bus stop, left them at school, left them where they were supposed to pick them up, and they're still talking about it 30 years, 40 years later. That parent wasn't clutch in that moment. That's another form of clutch. See, we can attribute it easy to a game or to a spectator sport, but what about your life? So we're going to talk about today how to be clutch every time. How to be clutch and win at least 80% of the time. You're not going to win all the time, but if you can be clutch, you can be there 80% of the time all the time, right? Right? As they say an anchor man. Hey, it works 60% of the time all the time, but we're going to share with you how to be clutch in that moment. And here's some ways that we're not clutch. We make promises we don't keep. That's not being clutch. If somebody's got to depend on you to do your part and you don't show up in your part, you're not being clutch. You're letting your team down. You're letting your company down. If I hire you to take care of customers and you don't take care of customers and that costs our company's business, you're not being clutch. You're being mediocre. There are a lot of mediocre players and people that play in the life you can't count on them in the moment when it matters they're just part of the crowd you call them them when you have other options i have people that i know i will only call on if i know i have a backup because i can't depend on them to be clutch right here's a real life story right so you know i had to replace a vehicle recently Because somebody decided to permanently borrow my vehicle and not return it, right? And so now I'm without a vehicle. And so I'm calling on a few people that I know, that I respect, that I thought, were cool people and friends, and said, hey, can you help me? I'm trying to get some interim transportation. I don't want to run rid of a car. And, and, and if you know anybody, and these are people I know have multiple cars. I know that they have cars just sitting in the garage. They're not even driving, right? And so I'm looking around and seeing who's going to be clutch for me in this moment. Who's going to step up and say, hey, Lewis, you can borrow my car. Hey, I'll take you to this dealership, or I'll do you this favor, Here's the truth of it is not one was clutch five people I tell a story to and not one in the moment came up it was somebody really outside of my inner inner circle that stepped up and helped okay don't let somebody else step up and help in a place or position that you're in right If a tackle's job is to tackle, then the running back shouldn't be over there trying to tackle because the the line, the tackler is not doing his job, right? How many people have to step in for you and do your job and pick up the slack for you? How many moms have to step in for dads and pick up the slack because dad is not being clutch? He's busy out watching the sports games. He's busy out playing softball or bowling or video games but he's not being clutch, okay? So we're going to talk about that. You're playing the game of life, and you are the star player. You are the star player to your employers, your spouse, your children, your friends, and your family. And what you do in critical moments can make the difference in winning and losing. So we're going to take a quick break and give our sponsors some shout-outs. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to be clutch. You want to hear this. This is important because we all need to learn how to level up and be a little more clutch in our life. You're listening to Lewis Howard Live. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: The mission of the Millionaire Club Charity is to provide jobs and support services to those in need in the Puget Sound region. Since 1921, the Millionaire Club Charity has operated a supportive employment program that specializes in helping people who are experiencing homelessness or other barriers to employment. Temporary Staffing Solutions connects men and women with employment opportunities to over 1,100 businesses and residences in the greater Seattle area. The Millionaire Club also addresses the housing needs of its workers through transitional housing. To learn more and to get involved, go to millionaireclub.org or call 206
1: 728 jobs. Hey, this is Lewis Howard live. Thank you for being part of the conversation. Hey, we're broadcasting from the Northwest, reaching the U S and inspiring the world. And we appreciate all hundred thousand of you uh, that have joined. And by the way, I forgot to mention in our first segment that we are now on Spotify. So you can get Lewis Howard live on podcast on Spotify. So we're on with the big boys. So welcome to all of our Spotify listeners. We appreciate you being part of a conversation. And if this is your first time listening to us, it's all about life coaching. It's all about being the best version of yourself. It is all about taking my life experience at the levels that I have been able to play at and share it with those that are coming along and looking at how to win navigate the systems, and be the best version that you can be. Today we're talking about how to be clutch. And we kind of described in the previous segment, you can go back if you missed that, and how clutch matters, whether you are a parent, whether you are a father, whether you are an employer or an employee, whether you are a celebrity, an actress, actor, football player, NBAer, any kind of mlb or any kind of baller, clutch matters. And so we get to watch people on Sundays see if they're being clutch or not when the moment matters. But really, we need to look at our lives also on a daily basis and see how do I be clutch? How do I be better clutch at who I am and what I am, and what I'm supposed to do. So number one on how to be clutch in your own life is know your role, right? What is your role? When you're playing on a team, everybody has a role. I used to play basketball, and so my role was to be a guard. So first of all, when I knew what my role was, secondly, I needed to learn what does a guard do, right? Right? a guard is kind of like the floor general. The guard sets up the plays. The guard is watching the the competitors and where they're camping out and looking for that opportunity to pass the ball, right, and assist the big guy in the middle or whoever's sitting on the wing, wherever they are to assist. So that guard really is the floor general. So when I was... Playing basketball, I was the floor general. I knew my role. I wasn't a center. I wasn't tall enough for that. I wasn't a forward. I didn't set up in the wing. I brought the ball down. So number one is, what is your role, right? I talk to people, and sometimes I'm trying to hear what their role is, especially someone that coaches and teaches and motivates and inspires. I want to do that around what a person's primary role is. Part of the problem in our culture today is we try to be too many things. We try to be all things to all people. Right? One minute you're an influencer on social media. The next minute you're running Airbnbs. The next minute you are uh, driving Uber. Uh, the next minute you're driving taxis. Uh, the next minute you're an entrepreneur. And one minute you're a dad or your mom. What's your role? Right? Because you're not gonna be good at everything. Now, there are center thoughts that help you in your role. So, if, for example, for me, my mission in life. And what I do is people, projects, and profits, right? And that is to achieve uh, success in those areas, ultimately so that I can achieve financial independence and impact through my generosity, but also inspire people and organizations. So that's my role. So what I do has to be consistent with that. So you've got to know what your mission is first in life. What are you called to do? Besides get up and go have a cup of Starbucks and go punch in to an office or a clock, what's your role, right? Your role is not to collect a check on the 15th and the 31st. That's not your role. It's got to be more than that, right? Um, your role is not just to make kids. Your role may be to grow great kids. What's your role? So to be clutch, I got to know what my role is. If I'm joining an NFL team, I got to know what my role is. Am I the QB? Am I the running back? Am I the receiver? Am I the corner? Am I the linebacker? Am I the insurance policy called the left tackle to the quarterback? Right? Because if I'm the insurance policy to the left ta- as the left tackle to the quarterback, I got to know my role. And I got to be clutch when it counts. Can your children count on you to be clutch when it counts? Can your wife, girlfriend, spouse, partner count on you to be clutch? They can't if you don't know your role, right? Sometimes we'll get frustrated and say, I can't do all these things. I can't be all these things. You can't let other people define your role. You got to define what your role is and stick to it. Because every day people will come to me and ask me to do things that's outside of my role, right? That's not my role. That's not. It sounds like a great opportunity, and it looks like it'd be fun, but that's not my role. And if I go over there, then I'm no longer fulfilling my role. If the left tackle decides for one play he wants to be a running back and he takes the ball, then there's no left tackle over there. And the linebacker coming from the other side has got a clear path to come to the quarterback. Why? Because there's nobody there. When you step out of your role and go in to do some new adventure, then you're not in the role that you should be in, right? So the first thing on how to be clutch is I got to know what my role is. And if I don't know what my role is, I better ask somebody. You know the song, if you don't know, you better ask somebody. If you don't know what your role is, you better spend some time doing that. I know people 50 years old can't figure out what their role is in life, Right? It's time to figure it out. I understand if you're 15 and you don't know what your role is, even if you're 25 and you don't know what your role is. But by the time you're 50, you should probably have an idea what you are doing in this life because you don't have a whole bunch of time left to figure that out. So figure out what your role is, and it's never too late. It's never too late. You can start today. If this is the first time you have heard that, you can start today and say, what's my role? right? What do I like to do? What's my passion? What would I do for free, right? What is my responsibility? What have I signed up for? Sometimes your role is defined by what you signed up for. If you signed up to be a parent, then that's your role. You're no longer single, right? You signed up to be married, you ain't ain't out there hustling anymore, right? You sign up to work for the employer, then you're not owning a business. You're working for somebody else, that's your role. So number one is understanding your role. I think you get it. You can kind of spend some time on that, but that really starts with being on a team in an organization and really being clutch when it matters. Number two is you got to practice and learn your role to get better and better at it, right? We all have to grow and change. You don't just do something once and think you got it down. You need to practice it on a regular basis. You need to have a playbook. What's your playbook? Right. If you want to become a a, a multimillionaire, what's your playbook? What are you practicing and doing every single day that's getting you one step closer to being that millionaire? What are you practicing? Right. More people spend time saying than doing. Right. So instead of thinking and saying about your life, get out there and start doing some things. So you got to practice what you preach. You got to practice what you say. Right. I grew up in church. People say, you know, the preacher, he he doesn't practice what he preaches. What are they saying? That means that when he is not or she is not in the pulpit, they're living a different life. Are you practicing your role? Can people tell what you are before you even open your mouth? Right. So figure that out. Number one, knowing your role. Number two, practice and learn your role. So if you're just joining us, this is Lewis Howard Live. We're talking about how to be clutch, how to be clutch when the moment counts. We're all in the game of life. We're all on a journey and we're called at critical times to step up to the plate and level up and hit a home run or hit a single or bunt or do something that's clutch that matters, right? Some of you guys proposing to girls, right? That's your clutch moment, asking her, will you marry me? And her clutch response is, Yes or no. And there have been some guys been embarrassed on public television. You've seen them. For the guy waited on public TV to ask that girl to marry in a clutch moment, and she said, no. Bro, I would just run and hide, and you'd never see my face again. Right? So you got to know when to have the clutch moment and when, when not to have. You want to do a little bit of homework. That's why you practice your role. Number three is correct the mistakes that make you fumble in key moments. That's a good one, right? Because we all fumble at times, right? Uh, If a running back has a fumbling problem, that is a problem to the team and to the game. Because that means in the clutch moment, they're not going to be able to count on him to hold the ball, right? Right? If the soccer, the girls' soccer team, the women's soccer team, and and in a clutch moment, she's supposed to hit that kick and she misses, mistimes it, that's a clutch moment that's gone by. You got to correct your mistakes. So when you get up to some point and you fear up or you seize up or you get paralyzed up, you got to fix that because you can never be clutch if you don't fix your fumbles, and we all got fumbles in life. We all have moments where we don't know what to say, we don't know what to do, we say something stupid, and we do something dumb. You got to fix those. You got to fix those moments, right? I used to have moments where uh, when somebody started an argument with me, I would immediately become defensive, and I would want to win the argument by any means necessary. Right? And so I would start in them. I would find their weakness and I would just drill them in the ground. Okay? So I won the battle, but I lost the war. I fumbled. Because ultimately, I didn't win a friend. I lost a friend. I lost a relationship. And maybe I lost an opportunity because I wanted to be right. I wanted to win. Where do you fumble? Right? Where do you drop the ball in your life? If your boss asks you to produce an important report and you don't even know how to produce the report, and, you know, one of my favorite shows is Seinfeld, right? And so uh, there's an episode where uh, uh, Kramer gets a job at a company he's not even qualified to be in, and he's asked to write a report, and he writes some report that doesn't even make sense. And the boss is looking at him and goes, this report makes no sense. It's as, if, it's as if you don't even really work here. And Kramer goes, I don't, <laughs> right? So sometimes we're doing things, and we're in places we don't belong right and so when we're asked to do something sometimes our pride says yes but really our skill set says no way you don't have that skill set so you got to correct the mistakes that you make and sometimes it's i'm in the wrong place this is not my job i shouldn't be doing this don't hand me the ball when the game is on the line cuz i'm just not that person okay that takes a lot of manhood and womanhood to say that But you know what? I'd rather do that than all 65,000 eyes are on me in a stadium and I got the ball and they're looking for me to run the touchdown and I cough up the ball. I fumble at a clutch moment, right? So know your role, practice your role, correct the mistakes that make you or cause you to fumble in key moments. Number four is get a coach. Get a coach. If you're having trouble in life, There are people that are out there that get paid to help motivate, inspire, and turn you around. So it depends on what the severity of the fumble that you might be making. You might be needing a therapist. You may need someone that has special skill set in helping people deal with mental issues, right? Uh, You might need a performance coach, right? Every great uh, singer, has a coach. No singer jumps up to the mic, even if they're gifted and start singing. Right. For years, I had a voice coach. I had a speaking coach because I wanted to learn how to do what I'm doing to you today better. Right. People will say you sound so natural. You, you make it sound easy. Well, it's because of years and years and years of practice, and I still make mistakes. The producer still has to edit out stuff that I say you guys never hear, right, even after doing this for 10 or 15 years, right? So you need a coach because here's, here's what a coach does, holds you accountable. Yeah, see, the coach holds you accountable for the plays that you run in life, If you're out there freestyling, balling, shot calling, and you're not answering anyone, then that's why you make mistakes in key moments because you're not having someone that you're accountable to. Don't marry somebody you don't want to be accountable to. Don't say I do and you really don't. Right? You just want a wife because it looks cool and people think well of you, but you don't want anybody that's going to hold you accountable. You don't want to you want the boss's check, but you don't want to be accountable. They ask you why you didn't get to work to 815 and you should have been there at eight o'clock. You get an attitude because you don't want to be accountable. It surprised me whenever I go to someone and I start asking them about accountability things, they get an attitude. Right. You you signed up for this. So if you're playing for the 49ers or the Seahawks, the the coach is going to ask you about some plays that you ran that didn't make sense. And you can't get an attitude like Antonio Brown and go crazy on Twitter because you don't like someone holding you accountable. But that's what a coach does. So if you don't have a coach in life, find a friend. Find someone that is at equal or better level than you. That's a coach. Don't find someone beneath you that's not a coach, that's a a subordinate. Find someone that knows equally or better than you that's a coach. So we're talking about today how to be clutch, how to be counted on when the moment calls your name and you get the ball, you can run the touchdown. I used to love watching Marshawn Lynch when he got the ball. The man was clutch. He was not only clutch, but he was going to run over five guys to get to the touchdown. It would take five people to tackle him. He was always clutch. He rarely fumbled the ball. He knew when to run, where to run. As a kid, one of my favorite players was Tony Dorsett. You guys probably don't remember him. He's long retired. But Tony Dorsett was a guy that could see a hole, see a crack, and get in it. And before long, he's down the field. Right. He was clutch. You could give him the ball and he was clutch. Who's clutch in your life for you? Find somebody that you like and say, that's a clutch person. That's what I want to model my thinking on is being clutch. And so if I don't know what clutch is, let me find somebody that is clutch. All right. So number five is battle and defeat your fears. We all have fears. We all have fears, right? You may have a fear of being a bad dad a bad mom. You know, there's a movie I call Bad Moms, right? And so sometimes we have fears that stops us in clutch moments. If you're afraid to be wrong, then you won't step up in a moment where you could potentially be wrong, right? If you are easily embarrassed or easily ashamed, because of something that happened years and years ago in your life, it will affect you being clutch. If somebody told you you were stupid or dumb and, and now here's an opportunity for you to show your smartness, you may not do that. Because that fear, that, that replaying voice that comes in your mind will stop you and say, hey, you know you're dumb. You know nobody wants to hear you speak. Right. I could be talked out of doing these shows because I could hear a voice say, hey, you know, nobody wants to hear that stuff. You know, nobody's listening. You know, you're just entertaining yourself. Okay, so that is the key to understanding. uh, I got some fears and I got to face my fears. Faith. uh, Knocked on the door or the saying is fear knocked on the door, faith opened, and there was no one there. Have the faith. That's how you attack your fears. And that is keep showing up. Keep doing what you do. Uh, Lastly, is like we talked about staying in your lane, do what you do best, and let others do what they do best. That's what makes a team. Don't try to be all things to all people, it's a recipe for failure. The other thing is, too, is we see this in sports a lot. You got to forgive yourself. If you are the kicker on the team and you miss the field goal, or the extra point that made the difference in the win and loss of a team. The fans are going to get all over you. The players may get all over you, but the worst person to get all over yourself is you. Because you're going to carry that guilt and you're going to carry that shame, right? We are our worst critics. We we are harder on ourselves than anybody else could be sometimes. Right? And sometimes you gotta forgive yourself. Hey, I did something stupid. I I messed up. Right? Don't, I I hate it when I hear people say, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. I don't even know how to do that. I'm just an idiot. Don't ever say that about yourself. Right? Because you're putting yourself down and you're gonna believe more of what you say about yourself than anybody else. Somebody else call you idiot, you wanna fight them. You call you an idiot, it's okay. Right? So, learn how to forgive, forget, let go, and recover quickly. You got to recover quickly. Because, why? The next play is coming. The next day is coming. The next opportunity is coming. And I can't take yesterday's baggage into tomorrow's opportunities, right? Say that again. Don't take yesterday's baggage into tomorrow's opportunities, right? It's not fair to tomorrow. Tomorrow didn't ask for that. Tomorrow didn't do what was caused yesterday. Let each day stand on its own. So forgive yourself. Let it go. Uh, One of the big things is get rid of toxic people and haters in your life. You can never be the best version of yourself, as we talk about on the show, if you got a plethora, that's my new word today, plethora, of toxic people and haters constantly around you. Haters are not coaches. Okay? They are detractors, right? So find out who the haters are in your life and promote them on to somebody else's life, right? Give them an opportunity to go on to somebody else's life because you can never be the best version of yourself. You can never recover. You can never truly be clutch if you got haters sitting there undermining everything you do, everything you say. And if you're married to a hater, God love you. You're going to have to deal with that, right? Because some of the worst haters are in your own bedroom, right? They got unreasonable expectations. You can never do anything right. They're always undermining. They didn't think that way when they were dating. But suddenly, when you got married, everything is bad, right? You got to deal with that because you can't be toxic leaving home. I got a hater at home. What do I do, right? You got to deal with that. You got to face that head on and figure out, What is the root of this? Why is this person doing this, right? Um, Always want the ball when, when the game is on the line. That's how to be clutch. Desire that opportunity when the moment comes. As I get up higher in life, I'm getting opportunities that are bigger than me. And sometimes it's easy to get intimidated and say, man, I don't know if I can do that. Right. But I've learned to say yes and figure it out later. Richard Branson, uh, one of the famous multimillionaires, kind of adrenaline junkie, founder a Virgin uh, Airlines. Uh, he just says yes. And then he figures it out how do you start an airline? He didn't know. He just did it. Right. So sometimes you got to say yes and figure it out later. Don't try to figure it out first. Sometimes being clutch is just stepping up at the moment and taking on the responsibility right then, right there, and then figure it out. Hey, worst thing is you fail. But the best thing is you succeeded, and you wouldn't know if you hadn't stepped up. So great show today. I, I really appreciate it, and I feel like this was a good Reach to somebody out there that needs to understand how to be clutch. You got some great opportunities coming up in your life in 2020, and you need to fix and get sharp when it when it counts and be clutch when it matters, right? And that starts at home and starts with you before you go to the marketplace, before you go to the job, before you make the first text, the first email, call. Be clutch within yourself. Celebrate your wins. Right. When you have those moments and you've been clutch, celebrate that, but don't celebrate too long. Some people celebrate way too long because you got to get ready for the next clutch moment. Hey, you've been listening to Lewis Howard live from coast to coast, reaching around the world and inspiring you to be the best version of yourself. You can get our podcast on, on about 10 different places. Blog Talk Radio is kind of our home platform, but we're on Stitcher. We're on podcasts. We're on the new Spotify. We're on that, uh, iTunes. So you can get us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And tell a friend. You can send the app to a friend. You can send a show over to a friend via email text. Um, Uh, whatever you want to do to get them. So we appreciate you tuning in. And, hey, we'll see you again on the next edition of Lewis Howard Live. Have a great day, great week, and we will talk soon.